it's officially fall and Thanksgiving is quickly coming up on the horizon, which means delicious dinners of turkey, stuffing, and all of the fixings, as they say. But if you're a red wine fan, you might be like, what do I serve? What can I have? Because it definitely seems like turkey and white wine go together, which they do 100%. But today I'm going to share with you three red wine styles that are delicious to go with turkey. And I'm going to break down for you why they go so well and also why some red wines maybe aren't so perfect with turkey. So if you're a red wine fan, you love a great, amazing turkey Thanksgiving dinner, but you just haven't known which red wines are going to complement that dinner. I got you covered. So if you're ready, let's get started and dive right into three of my favorite red wines for Thanksgiving dinner. Hi everyone and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, sommelier Aaron Ozar, and I am so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional sommelier for almost 20 years now. And it is my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning that I want you to feel empowered and confident when you go out shopping for wines for any occasion, not just for something fancy, but when you're at home making memories with family and friends. And today is 100% about some practical wine choices and the explanations behind them. I'm also going to share with you two questions that you might get asked in the wine store when you're shopping for Thanksgiving pairings and why they're going to be asking you these. So I'm going to break that down for you as well. I'm also going to share with you why some red wines maybe don't go so well with turkey. I'm also going to explain why that rule of white meat, white wine, where that comes from and why we can use it as a guide. It's not a rule as well as I'm going to break down why some red wines are maybe not as well suited for turkey dinners or white proteins, if you will, than others. Let's just talk about white protein before we get into the wines. Now, the first thing I want to share with you is the thought behind the rule of white protein, white wine, and this is a hard, fast rule. As always, any rule we have in regards to food and wine pairing is a guideline. You're going to do you. If you love something that a rule says you shouldn't, you are going to want to enjoy that pairing as you seem fit. But the reason that we say white wines with white protein is a marbling and fat. When we look at red proteins, so beef for example, we have marbling of fat inside that protein. When we look at chicken, there's no fat in chicken. It's very lean meat. And so when we have red wines, tannin actually binds to protein. So tannin, think of it like a magnet and tannins are the compound that makes your mouth feel dry. So literally tannin binds to protein in your saliva if you don't have any food, which is why your mouth feels dry when you have a big glass of red wine, or it's going to bind to the protein in the food that you're having. So if you're having chicken, for example, and you have a big red wine with lots of big tannins, the tannins are going to bind to the protein in the chicken, which could make your chicken taste a little bit drier because it's going to suck all the moisture out. That's what tannins do. Think of them like a magnet. They're a moisture magnet for all intents and purposes. And that's how you experience them. Now, when we have big red wines with tannins with marbled type meat, so with beef, for example, the marbling and the fat and the protein in there, it helps to soften. So the tannins don't sort of make something crumbly, for example. There's more moisture involved with it because of the fat. So it smooths things out, where for white proteins, it can give a sensation of a drier food style. So chicken, as much as it could be perfectly cooked when you serve it with a big red wine, it could end up feeling drier because of that combination of the tannin and the protein. And so this goes for turkey as well. 
This is why a lot of people err on the side of caution and they're going to do beautiful white wines with their turkey as a safe bet, which is fantastic. But if you're a red wine lover, you might be feeling like, hey, no, get me wrong. I love white wines, but red wines are my jam. And so what can I serve with turkey? So here are the three wines that I always recommend. And I'm going to caveat them by saying where and why I use them. And at the end of this, I'm going to share with you why some wines are not good with turkey. So the first wine that I always recommend that if you're reading any type of book, you're going to see on the list is going to be a Pinot Noir. So why is Pinot Noir generally recommended for Thanksgiving? couple of reasons here. The first being that it's going to have nice cranberry, raspberry flavors, depending on where the Pinot Noir is coming from. If it's more new world, so Canada, New Zealand, Australia, the Pinot Noir might be more plush, more ripe fruit flavors. So you can have that cranberry, the raspberry, the nice red cherries can come through as well. So you're going to have some beautiful fruit flavors, more fruit prominence. When we get into more old world style Pinots, we definitely have those cherry flavors, the nuances of soft raspberry, but we're also going to have some of those forest floor and savory flavors as well come through. So with roast turkey and you have sage and thyme and a stuffing that you can see where the earthiness of the Pinot can pick up some of those beautiful herbs that go with it. Now the lower tannin levels in a Pinot Noir, and I say this hesitantly because some Pinot Noirs may have a higher tannin level, but generally Pinot Noir has softer tannins. And because again of the no fat in the chicken or turkey that you're having. So if you're having goose, which is going to be a little bit fattier, the Pinot Noir will pull up some of that darker savory meat as well. But if you're doing a turkey or big roast chicken, then the Pinot Noir and the softer tannins are going to work here. The higher acidity in the Pinot, so Pinot's known for higher acidity, is going to refresh your palate in between bites. So very nice. You have those nice fruit flavors to work beautifully with the different flavors coming through for Thanksgivings. And because of that earthiness that comes through in most Pinot Noirs, a bit of an underlying earth tone, then beautiful with all those herbs and spices that go on with the dishes. So that's wine number one, and it's very classical, but you have two options there. One being a more fruit forward Pinot Noir. So if you want something a bit more lively, if you are doing a stuffing that has some fruit in the stuffing, then the fruit forward Pinot Noir can be beautiful. If you have more herbs and spices that you're working with for your dinner, then more of the old world Pinot Noir. So French Pinot Noir, for example, is generally where I would take you in regards to that pairing. Now, my second red wine is Zinfandel and Zinfandel is definitely a bigger boulder. So if you want a red wine with more oomph, for example, so the Pinot Noir is lovely, but if you're used to drinking really big red wines, such as Malbec and Cabernet, for example, then the Pinot Noir might be nice, but it might not deliver the body and the weight of the wine that you're looking for in your glass during the dinner. So Zinfandel is a wonderful choice here. Zinfandel is also my go-to wine if you are a cranberry fan. So if you love cranberries and maybe put cinnamon and orange peel and ginger and all kinds of wonderful things is your traditional cranberry sauce. But cranberries are a big X. It's a big danger in regards to wine pairing. And the reason being is they have so much acidity. They're so high in acidity that they strip the fruit out of most wines. So just be careful there that if you do love cranberries, know that they are definitely on one of the five trickiest food styles to pair with in regards to wine. And it's because of their high acidity amount and they just strip fruit out of any wine. So just be cautious there, which is why if you do love cranberries, so if you do go shopping and someone and you get to the wine store, don't be surprised if someone asks you, 
do you like cranberries or not? And the reason that we ask you that is because we're going to pick a wine that has enough strength and personality to hold up to the cranberries that you love. And that wine is going to be Zinfandel. And you're looking for your favorite Zinfandel. You want plush, you want rich, you want all of those wonderful flavors that can come through. And it's going to work with the stuffing and the flavors. And if you do a meat stuffing, for example, it can also hold up to the stuffing with the sausage inside of it as well. But goose, chicken, turkey, all of the fixins, Zinfandel has lots of fruit flavors, lots of raspberries and blackberries and blueberries and wonderful flavors in the glass, lower tannins, but a weightier velvety mouthfeel that's going to help you feel like you're having a big glass of red wine, especially if you love a fuller bodied red. So Zinfandel is definitely on the list. Beautiful wine style, especially if it's a bit cooler fall, depending where you are and you want kind of a comforting big red wine, then Zinfandel is always a lovely pairing here for you. So Zinfandel for sure is on the list of great wood wines to consider pairing with turkey. And the last wine, so wine number three in regards to style, and this is a Cote de Rhone red blend. So you're going to be in the French Isle, you'll see Cote de Rhone, and this is going to be a blend of Syrah, Mouvet, and Grenache, so our holy trinity of grapes. And here you have the best of all worlds. Grenache brings lots of fruit flavors. Syrah brings some backbone. Mouvet is bringing that deep color and some structure. So you have these three beautiful grape varieties coming together to create a beautiful blend, which is why we call it the Holy Trinity, those three grapes together. And here you're going to get fruit flavors. You're going to get some savoriness and some spice. The south of France, sometimes you'll almost hear people say it almost is dusty. You get that all the savoriness. If you're looking for something not as fruity as the Zinfandel and not maybe as light as a Pinot Noir, that place in the middle, the Cote de Rome blend is a beautiful option here to bring in all the flavors when you're having your turkey for that dinner. So definitely a Cote de Rome blend is the third option. Now Cote de Rome blend will put up with some cranberries, but if you really are going to slather cranberries all over everything, and I definitely know some people do, then Zinfandel is the wine I'm gonna highly recommend for you. But if you do have a sausage stuffing or you have a more traditional one, the Cote de is going to work with both. So it's a lovely style to have here. And it's just easy sipping while you're cooking and doing things. And it's a nice medium bodied red to have at your dinner. So those are the three red wines that I will always recommend once I know a little bit more about the dinner you're having for Thanksgiving dinner. And so let's just recap a little bit. We have Pinot Noir, which is gonna be the lightest of the three that I'm recommending. And it has beautiful fruit flavors, lower tannins, higher acidity, but just lovely styles. You have two different styles here. You have the more French style, which is gonna be more earthy and savory, and New World styles, obviously I'm generalizing here, are gonna bring more fruit to the table. So more cherry flavors and raspberries, a nice sort of mouth-watering sensation. We have our Zinfandel, which is your girl if you love cranberries, but especially if you love a big red wine, the Zinfandel is going to bring that fruit flavor to the glass and the body that you love without the higher tannins, because the whole thing here with our red wines is we need lower tannins to not make your turkey, chicken, or goose feel more dry than it is because you've spent a lot of time cooking that delicious meal. And so this is why we're looking for lower tannins. So Zinfandel fits the bill there. And then a beautiful Cote de Rome blend is also going to come to the table with more earthiness and savory. So if you're really celebrating those herbs that come through that we cook with during Thanksgiving or a savory sausage in your stuffing, then it's a wonderful choice. It will hold up to a little bit of cranberry sauce. But again, if you are all about cranberries, Zinfandel is the one I'm going to recommend 
for you. Now I just want to cover a little bit about why do we not do sort of Cabernet or Merlot or Melbeck. So if you love red wines, you might be wondering, why can't I just have my Cabernet Merlot or Melbeck for dinner? Why can't I just serve these? Well, of course you can. You can do anything that makes you happy, but here's why we don't. And this comes down to tannins again. Merlot, Cabernet and Melbeck, for example, are going to have bigger tannins, which means that you could be overpowering to the light nuances of the savoriness of the meal. So they're also going to bring a weight and a flavor profile that may be stronger than most of your dishes. So they're going to overpower, but generally it's more about the tannin structure and those tannins and those rinds are really just going to work almost against. They sort of fight it out in your mouth because they're going to dry out. They're going to look for protein and they're going to dry out the protein of the chicken or the turkey that you're having. Now, if you're having goose, you have a little bit of leeway, but again, those are some big red wines, but you can definitely do them. And those are the reasons why if you're at the wine store for Thanksgiving or turkey dinners, we generally don't recommend Cabernets, Merlots, or Melbucks, for example, but if they make you happy, then continue to have them. But the three red wines that I talked about today will definitely bring some beautiful wine styles to the table. So today, I hope I've given you some food for thought to some beautiful red wine styles that you can serve with your turkey dinner. Now, for some of you, especially if you're listening outside of Canada, you might be wondering, why are we talking about turkey dinner so early? Well, coming up here in Canada, we celebrate our Thanksgiving in early October. And so for my fellow Canadians, I also want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. So this will be early for some of you that celebrate Thanksgiving later in the year. But for those of you in Canada, we know that turkey dinner is on the horizon very soon for us as it is approaching in the next couple of days. So I wanted to share to give you some ideas before you started off on your shopping adventure to prepare for your dinner. As always, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. If you haven't discovered your very own palette personality, be sure to head over to the website, winegirlacademy.com, or if you're listening on YouTube, the link is below. If you're listening on the podcast format, then you can definitely find the link easily in the show notes, but just head on over to winegirlacademy.com, do the very short, fun, easy quiz, and you're going to discover what your very own palette personality is and get an entire booklet about wine styles that you're going to enjoy. So really fun to discover your very own palette personality and can make shopping for wines so much easier for you. I want to wish you a wonderful week. Happy Thanksgiving to all the fellow Canadians. Cheers to you. Bye now.